da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Showtime. All right, the way it is over. It is another year of Mad About Movies, Rants and Raves. TV Pilots 2019. Jamboree. Spectacular. Pro-Am. For the cure. We are uh, finally through these. We've spent the past couple of months meticulously going through with a fine-tooth comb every single pilot that has come out for this fall on every network that's ever existed. It felt like that <laughs> at least. Um, it used, this used to be like back in 2014 we're like, yeah, or 2013. Yeah. Let's, let's do the pilots every year. And, uh, it was really easy cause there was like eight, you know, cause there's now there's like Netflix has 15 and Amazon primes and the crackles of the world have all their uh, shows that, um, they're trying out. So, but this to... is kind of an archaic thing we do because they all come out all year too. This yeah. is kind of dumb that we, we do this we... bit, but we're going to stick through it. I, I like the idea of the traditional fall pilot and the the release strategy and the whole thing mm-hmm. that the big four still do, and they do the upfronts and the whole thing. I, I enjoy that, and so that's technically what we're analyzing and talking about is in the traditional sense, Man, which that. of these shows have a. Uh... <laughs> In a traditional sense, which of these shows have a best the best chance to survive? More than likely, a lot of these shows will stay around on the Netflixes of the world because right. um, they tend to keep a lot more or at least give um, them a few more seasons than they normally would get on a traditional te- television, cable, whatever. So Brian prepared the list, and um, I don't know which way we want to go through this. I think we typically go network by network. But if you want to go like release date this time, maybe yeah, whatever you want to do, man. chronological, you, you lead us on, sir. Okay. Let me pull up the list then. I know you have the list in front of you. Yeah. Can we talk? Let's start say, the first chronological one. I'll take it over from here. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, the first one, I think disenchantment probably is the first, that's, that's very Netflix. I don't know. Do you want to talk streaming services or you want to save all streaming for the end? What do you want to do? Um, let's do, let's do traditional ones first and save the streaming okay. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that okay. way. All right. I think the first, uh, network pilot this year was rel on Fox oh, September yeah. 9th. So that was, that was a show. Was Lil Rel had... from get out. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. And Sinbad looking a little weird, but yeah, Sinbad was in this as well. I believe. Did y'all either y'all? I watched twenty five of these shows. How many did y'all watch? Uh, probably. There. I don't know exactly, but between probably twelve and seventeen, more than I have in years past. Good for you, buddy. Proud of you. Thank yeah. you. I yeah, watched. I, mean, um, I, I, I watched watch Manifest TV, like fourteen times. So <laughs> yeah, that is a kill. Yeah, yes, Manifest first Manifest TV. joke goes to Kent. <laughs> yeah, no, impressive. You've been waiting if, so long for the. The manifest, if manifest uh, <laughs> repeat viewings count, then I'm at I'm at about eighty to one hundred twenty right. pilots watched. Uh, no, I probably watched uh, fifteen, maybe. Fair, fair. Yeah, Rel. I, Rel was the first one, and it's it's just not it's not very good. This was this year was interesting on the networks because uh, I didn't feel like there were as many just 
horrible ones as there are in the past, but there was, uh, for me, I'm not sure that there was any network show that super surprised me or was like, oh, that was actually much better than I thought it was going to be. I might watch many episodes of this. It was all just pretty much like, you can kind of watch the pilot or the the little trailer for Rel and be like, yeah, I, I kind of know what that's going to be. I don't, I don't know that that's going to be yeah. uh, in my wheelhouse. I like, I like, uh, Laurel Howery, the creator yeah, and star. I, like I think, too. I think he should do something. I haven't seen the show, so I can't speak for that, but is it Brian? Is it just typical one camera sitcom? Is it trying to do anything? No, laugh track, one, one camera, okay. um, laugh track, you know. one camera. Oh, it's yeah. a three camera though, isn't it though? It is, is three it camera. Like I'm three sorry. Cam. Not one camera. Okay. Yeah, three cam laugh track. Um, okay. Now they're working hard for for their jokes. Uh, the it, best joke at the uh, who was the last roast? The last Comedy Central roast. They do whoever they did. Will Rell was there, and uh, I think it was Jeff Ross. Of course, was like Will Rell's here. You've got so many movies coming out, man. You're blowing up. Wow, Angry Birds. The Angry Birds movie too. I'm glad you're not selling out, man. That's a, it's like he's barely even famous and is just already paychecking it. Oh, Bruce that's Willis. It was oh Bruce yeah, Willis. there you that's, go. That's fantastic. Yeah, what wasn't a fan of of Rel. That was in. I had six of these shows. Six of the twenty five I saw that I would say are were bad. And this was this was in that group. It was yeah, but nice. it's slightly better than, in my opinion, than some other ones. Was better. It better than yeah, Mulaney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so weird. So weird. That was so bad. Um, But it's also better than a few of these new CBS ones, which we'll talk about, which are like almost like parodies of bad CBS sitcoms. Right. Yeah. It's like they're doing a bit at this Mm -hmm. point. It's great. Which is great. So that's real. The next two networks or network shows that came were September 24th. Magnum PI on uh, yeah. CBS and the Fest Manifest same day yeah same day Manifest. okay what a day of America which one should we st- <laughs> let's get Mag- Magnum PI out of the way let's okay Jay Hernandez you know fresh off of uh, Crazy Love you know only a scant twenty years ago <laughs> with Kirsten Dunst he's back <laughs> as Mag you know you gotta he's talking about Hostel man and ladder ladder forty nine one of my favorite yeah, movies okay. of all time. You guys are forgetting Suicide Squad. And Hang Time, by the way. He was on Hang Time. You're welcome. Yeah, he was. Um, <laughs> can I go hanging together? Come on, Brian. Help me out. <laughs> bum, bum. Putting, Putting it on, on the line. Line. Hang Time. I always remember me and my friends at Hang Time. Okay. Um, I know every, uh, <laughs> what was that? TNBC theme song. Come at me anytime. Uh, yeah, so let's get this out of the way. It's Magnum PI. It's CBS. It's procedural this is probably a great idea right i mean we're never gonna watch it again but (laughs) like i can see this having 40 seasons yeah oh absolutely MacGyver's still on right yeah Uh, of course of course no i don't think macgyver is anymore but this will this lent itself a little bit more to procedural and they'll probably go through nine different magnums macgyver is still on 54 episodes yeah yeah still rolling (laughs) Dude, I loved the MacGyver pilot. Go back and listen to that. I was the only one. I was like, dude, I could see this lasting. This was so dumb that it was like, I would watch this every week because of how ridiculous it is. Gosh, it was so bad. So bad. Oh, man. Well, I like that. I like the Hawaii Five O reboot. I think that's Hawaii Five O is still rolling strong. Yeah. That's amazing. Come on, man. So pretty good. 
Axie cheap, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, Magnum was one of those where I was like, I think this is a, ter- it, a terrible idea from the standpoint of we don't really need to, we don't need to do that, but not from a financial standpoint. Obviously, this is a very smart move financially. I'm not, I thought Jay Hernandez was better than I thought that he was going to be, but I also feel like we're, we're way far away from where you kind of want him to be. If you're going to, I don't know, Tom Selleck in the eighties was just peak. It's kind of hard yeah. to, there to he tried to reunite Ryder. Uh, right. remember that with the, yeah. the kit car. They were randomly. Yeah, that was, was Oh yeah. That, that was a, one of those that didn't car work. who couldn't cry. <laughs> I feel uh, like we're going to get all of those. They already did a Miami Vice show, didn't they? Or they did a movie, but like yeah, that's they Miami Vi- They should bring back the Vice. It's so much better as a yeah. If you go, if you really eighties that up, just yeah. CSI kind of Miami, Miami is kind of wow. Um, to be that Miami Vice should come back though. Hundred ninety nine episodes for Hawaii Five O, by the way. Um, yeah, no, I I thought I'll, I'll be like Magnum PI was not looking forward to watching this pilot. I thought it was going to be terrible, and it was. Instead, I think middling. Just like, Bear, okay. Bearable CBS. Yeah, it was yeah. it was watchable. Some of these CBS procedurals, I don't, I don't find watchable. Mm-hmm. I just think they're just brutal and and make me want to hang myself. But this was like, I could, if I had to watch a season of this, I could do it. It's not, it wouldn't kill me. Um, which is, you know, that's pretty high praise for it's high CBS. praise. It's high praise. It won't kill me. If I watch right. it, yeah. that, that yeah, is right. high praise these days for, uh, yeah. for CBS, man. That's, that's, that's not, not a good rating on IMDb. However, it's a, it's a five, oh, really? five, out of, five out of 10 on IMDb. I'm, well, most of the viewers that of that show are not going to know how to use. Yeah, IMDb. no, that's definitely true. And, and I, I mean, I think you could probably guess that there's a fair number of people that are upset that he's not a white guy. So, you know, there's always that as well. Got to cool. get a fact. Cool. People. Yeah. people are cool is what I would say. Um, what I, my, my motto. Yeah. But manifest came out the same day, Richard, go ahead. We'll see you in about 45 minutes. Yeah. So I decided, uh, about a year ago. So, you know, there's only so much culture and I'm not a huge, um, uh, fiction person in culture. I love, I watch a lot of news. I watch a lot of sports. I read a lot of like journalism and history books. These are things I, I really enjoy doing. Um, fiction tends to be, uh, not a slog for me. I'll read a novel here and then. I, I like seeing movies, but I have to see so many movies for the show that something had to give for me to have a, per, a, a happy personal life. So I wanted to be a decent husband, and I wanted to still watch <laughs> Luca. Yeah, I said decent. I didn't say good. And a great, I wanted to be a good dog dad, and I wanted to watch Luca, and I wanted to watch Luca. So I needed something they had to give. So I kind of re- I retired from TV. I made a loud pronouncement put my jersey in the rafters, and I just was like, you know what? There's so many good shows. It's so overwhelming. I'm constantly getting... How many freaking tweets and texts did I get today recommending Bodyguard? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm sure it's awesome, but like, I'm never going to do it. Or maybe I will, or maybe I won't. But I don't want that pressure anymore. But I, for some reason, I saw the trailer for Manifest, and I was like, this will be a great bit. I'm just going to go all in on Manifest because a lot of my friends, you guys are cool about it because you get it because you have to see as many movies as I do. Uh, that, uh, that it would be, but so many other people are like, they'll recommend a show to me like, Hey, you got to watch ballers. And I'm like, no, like that's yeah, cool. Yes. Not, I'd rather light 30 minutes on fire and watch. I'm sure it's enjoyable, whatever, but I've seen entourage. I'm cool. And they're like, what 
you got and so i thought this will enrage everyone Dude, you I gotta just, see billions yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, billions. i'm sure billions is good i'm sure it's up my alley i'm sure i would enjoy it but it's like i'm not gonna go there like i just don't once i start then i gotta watch five six seasons of billions and then what are we doing here and so i was like i'm gonna go all in on manifest and this is gonna drive my friends crazy and you guys know i've sent you the screenshots it it worked <laughs> <laughs> but what I, but what I didn't expect is to fall in love, right? And this show has everything. Oh, can't you watch this? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is let the me best just say we've ever done. This is a. <laughs> let me just say from a pilot perspective, pitch like I'm sure this was like one I of the best the pitches of all. I like like yeah. the concept of basically the Malaysian airlines flight like if in 2021 it just shows up and they're like what do we miss guys and we're just like oh you've been gone for like literally 10 years that's that's basically the pilot or the premise and that's an awesome premise um and then just kind of like how people's lives have evolved since they've been on a plane for 10 years you know yeah um i love that but it jumps the shark so fast (laughs) it's like of course one of them turns psychic because of the the plane, right? right? Of course, Mul- one of them gains. Multiples. Yeah, they multiples. all they all gain yeah. telepathy or whatever it is. And <laughs> it's like, why can't it just be about how people's lives changed? Ten, you know, however long right. they're on the plane, that would be great. That's yeah. that's like, I don't know, this is us or something, you know. And it's about yeah, it's more than just a cheesy sci-fi show. Um, yeah, but yeah. this it tries to do that too. It's got a little bit of that. It's got about half half telepathy, half family drama. So, right. mm-hmm. yeah, it, this is another it, one. That's this like, is us meets lost <laughs> yeah. meets a law and order every week. And I'm in. <laughs> um, just going to cross over everything with bad Santa now. Uh, yeah, r- this is another one that's if SNL had good writers, there's just there's so much prime material. And it's just the entire thing is just they can't believe that Donald Trump is our president. Yeah, like, they're, they're not even just, mad. They're just like, come on, you're like, around. What? The guy from The like, Apprentice? And it's right. like, yeah, oh, he's president. And they're like, okay, stop. That would be the first thing. Right. The fact right. they didn't work that in at all was yeah. my only nitpick. Just fully... I'm not making a political point, but I don't think right. anyone saw that coming four years yeah. ago. So the guy just... just gets the full recap of everything that's happened. He's <laughs> like, look, I'm I'm not even mad that you've had so many affairs at this point. Because again, I was dead, so I understand it. But tell, explain again the presidency. I don't. I'm very confused. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> so great he just kind of leans into the nazi thing oh (laughs) all right it's just it's incredible it's incredible yeah so i i've watched i'm not up to date i think i've watched four episodes of the fest um and it's it's like half hate watch half i'm genuinely intrigued by what in the world they're gonna do next because it is such a jump the shark show and i don't think they know that and that is making me enjoy it even more. Like they think they're making Lost, right? Like they they yeah. really think this is the next big thing. It's getting great ratings too, by the way. So it's gonna yeah, be a it is. Well, it's it a is. masterpiece. <laughs> I'm so excited. I really I'm dead but serious. All about these this. four seasons got great got great <laughs> ratings too. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to do a mid season. What was that one? Best episode last year. Spin it to its own feed, Manipod. <laughs> Let's do this. I'll do that every week. Who cares about Oscars? They guarantee you there's already Manifest Podcast. Manifest. Um, what was that one last year that was about like the power going out on the wor- in the world? Remember that one? Um, there was like was Revolution. NBC. 
thing. That Revolution? was a few years ago. Was that, that it? Was a John yeah. Favreau joint a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. I only watched last, last ship, so I don't really know. <laughs> last year was the crossing. That was the the that year's weird. Either people disappearing or or like people just arriving mm-hmm. here again. That's kind of that's a very common bit. Like yeah. that that idea just gets tossed around the uh, TV studios back and forth. It seems like so. But, uh, this is your new grim, Brian. You're in all oh yeah, I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. I've got to. I'm in. A, I mean, again, it's like at least half a hate watch because. Oh, but it's Grim actually an enjoyable on. hate watch, though. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because the premise. No, I still ride for the premise. When I saw the trailer, I was like, Yeah, absolutely, sure, yeah. Cool premise, kind of better than Lost. Like, I'd rather watch that than People on an Island. Like, this is more right. interesting as a premise only, right? Right. Uh, Lost is obviously a far superior show until it wasn't, but. uh Oh, probably actually it still was, but <laughs> even it's worse. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, then it, then it's like so hateable. And then there's this weird thing that's super awesome in that there's this. So to explain, sorry, I only got about 51 more minutes and then I'll, I'll promise I'll <laughs> slow down. There's this great thing where uh, so it's a brother and sister are in the crash. Um, the brother. He's married and it turns out his wife's seen someone else, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but he has a lot of chemistry with the sister. Like yeah. I, they're definitely dating. I think in real life, <laughs> I have no intelligence on this. I'm just going to yeah. assume zero chemistry with the wife character, but it's right. got this or awesome anyone great, else. Yeah. This <laughs> great. And something about the writing. Cause they're like a really close brother and sister. It just has this awesome incest vibe. And that just takes it to a 20 right. on a scale of one to 10, in my opinion, it's everything you would want from an hour. And it's, you know, I haven't watched these shows in a long time prestige television with with Mad Men and Sopranos and stuff, you know, when there was actually a ingestible amount of it where you could just watch that stuff and be happy. Uh, and, and it was great. But it, I for, I was like, man, remember when TV was just this? It, it makes me wistful. Like I can just look at my phone for 20 minutes and miss nothing. Right. I don't have to watch everything like it's a film. It's nice. Remember TV. Yeah. Remember watching the, remember watching the practice. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, tune out yeah. for one minutes. Come back in for the last fifteen. I'm good. Yeah, there's Man. definitely something appealing about that, even if the show itself is. Yeah, is, I know. Uh, I, I'm gonna just, just put these other things in its own category. Put them all on some kind of streaming service, and they're binge shows. Don't call them TV shows. I want TV shows. <laughs> I want terrible quality. I want bad acting. And I want to be able to tune out for 40 minutes. I want to be able to cook. I want to be able to go yeah. to the other room and make something to eat and then come back and be like, oh, yeah, I figured out what happened. Cool. Yeah, that is uh, part of the problem that everything's trying to everything be prestige is- TV and nothing's <laughs> yeah. really self-aware mm-hmm. enough to just Sit be fun. My, I, it's held open by a device right. watching like Game of Thrones because, God forbid, I miss a millisecond or I won't understand <laughs> six episodes. Right. And this it is kind of nice to be all like, oh, yeah, I'm on my sofa. This is awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of entertained. This is good stuff. So manifest sure. a triple plus. Yeah. I'm going to send you all 14 episodes of bones on DVD. Richard, just get ready. Episodes for that. or seasons. <laughs> 14 seasons. Excuse me. Uh, 400 episodes probably. All right. The next, uh, the next big uh, network shows were FBI, the incredibly well-named, very clever naming on that one, FBI on CBS and New Amsterdam on NBC. You guys watch either of these? Uh, I haven't seen FBI, but I've seen it because I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
exactly. I've seen New Amsterdam and I got more rants on it. <laughs> Can't you seen either of these? I did not see FBI. The thing about the CBS is you have to have the the uh, like all uh, access uh, to watch them on demand. And most of these I didn't catch the premieres gotcha. of. So right. Well, you didn't miss anything. It well, is there's a big exactly brother fan in my household that may or may not be related to be my marriage. So I've got all access. And uh man, I'm I'm I might have to go back and watch FBI. I'm kind of in a procedural is mood. Is it like lately. SWAT? No, it's like CSI. It's just CSI with the FBI or NCIS with the FBI. It's weird they worked backwards. They went obscure first. Right. Like, oh, is the NCIS a thing? I didn't know that was an agency. And then they worked their way up to the FBI. But it's mostly just James Comey uh, just ruining elections. (laughs) Yeah. The uh, theme song is done by the Guess Who, though, so it's a little bit different. Nice. Um, But, no, it's (laughs) My generation or whatever. (laughs) Doesn't even go with it. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. They all. I. I love when CBS. CBS is very good, and by good I mean terrible. About trying to. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. Trying to incorporate uh, current events into their shows and having just no ability to do so with any sort of grace or intelligence or anything like that. So the pilot episode of FBI is all about MS13. So you can imagine that they handled that really, really well. Um, or or maybe not. But uh, anyway, New Amsterdam on, on uh, NBC. I know Richard was pretty excited about this one. Yeah, I thought this looked one. terrible. Like the trailer mm-hmm. for this one was one of my least favorite of the whole season. And then I watched the first episode and I was like, the premise for the show is horrible. But the show itself is like, oh, that was a, not the worst hour of television right. I've, I've ever watched. But the premise... Is, is it the uh, same as uh, not the Good Doctor, but what's the one with the guy from Gilmore Girls that's on Fox? It's uh, Amsterdam. Uh, oh, I know they all. It's like Gilmore Girls, bro, and then the the boss from uh, Star Trek. <laughs> um, it's I always think they're the same. Oh, people are screaming at their phones right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> Adrian I, I is. <laughs> yeah, we need we need we had to bring Adrian on this episode. Yeah, next year I know you're listening, Adrian, because you somehow ingest all content. You're like a weird like <laughs> uh, one of those things where they like you go under in a movie and there's just like this huge computer that just has like neurons going in and out of it. That's how I imagine you watch TV. <sighs> um, oh gosh, okay, I'm gonna look it up. You guys yeah, vamp. Can't can't you see? You saw New Amsterdam. <laughs> what do no. you think? Uh, I. Yeah, it's typical medical drama, mm-hmm. ER uh, reboot basically. Um, so the we'll get, yeah, I'll probably get five seasons. NBC uh, needs content <laughs> pretty bad, <laughs> and so manifest in this back to back. I can see for the next five years for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I didn't like it, but. Like Manifest, it's just dumb enough to work. So Yeah. Yeah, NBC really likes this guy, Ryan Eggold. This is the at least the third show that he's been in on NBC in the last like four years. He was on Blacklist and then they spun him off into mm-hmm. his own Blacklist show, which I don't even remember the name of it because it lasted so so short brief of a time and now he's doing this. I actually think he's not bad like he's got a little bit the blacklist of, redemption that's what it was yeah called. there you go there you go he's got like it's not movie star charisma but he has like 
he has NBC charisma, I guess mm-hmm. is how I would put it. Like it's kind of low level TV and the, the character is, you can tell like he's, he's actually, he's pretty invested in playing the character. Now the thing about the show is um, I watched, I watched two episodes of this one. Cause I wanted to see the pilot. The premise for the pilot is so stupid that it, it's so, I, I don't know how you can continue to get, um, I don't know how you can get five seasons out of this story hey. It's just so we don't want to make any money at this hospital. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's your bit, Richard. I'll let you talk on that. But I did watch a second episode because I wanted to see, okay, how do we carry this through just from episode to episode, let alone season to season? And the if the fir- I would say the first episode was like a C plus, like a barely fresh kind of show. You're like, yeah, it was yeah, it was okay. And the second episode was like, oh, okay, okay. Now I get it. No, this is this is not my this is not going to be my thing. But Richard, please, please go on New Amsterdam because I know you're excited. Yeah, I just want this show. I've you know, I uh, it was better than I thought. I'm basing this mostly off the trailer. It was a really bad trailer um, that they played incessantly. I, I think all networks. I think that I think NBC paid to have this on every channel. Um, no, but uh, the thing of like. Hey, I'm gonna change the way <laughs> we do medicine. Uh, I know all this equipment costs tens of millions of dollars, and we have to pay <laughs> all these doctors' salaries over 200 grand, and all these nurses' <laughs> salaries over 80 grand, and all these uh, other medical professionals' good salaries and things too. But hey, we're in it for the healthcare. Right? We don't don't make people pay. We're not. We don't want. <laughs> we're in it to save. We just want to save lives. And it's like, right. it would be great if on the third episode, the board brought him in. And it was like, cool, we're closing the hospital. We don't have right. any money. That's basically what happens in this, in the second episode. Oh, okay. He gets fired or maybe just right enough. With Does fire. he open the hospital yeah. in his garage? Please tell me. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. It's like such a noble concept and clearly that's what they're, they're playing on. And they, I get it. Like it's, it, it, but it just, you know, it's very difficult to see how that, for me, how that carries out. Or is it, the, is that going to be the entire premise of the next seven seasons of the show? It's just like every episode he's fighting with the board to give free medical yeah. attention to some kid. You know, it, it's just that that will get tiring very fast. But uh, better pilot than I than I thought it was going to be, at least. Better than The Good Doctor. Better than the good doctor. Gosh, I hate the good doctor. And every, <laughs> everyone everybody, loves it. Everybody, everybody I know loves it. I can't. I yeah, don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Either. I don't get it. Not my thing. Still Not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's carry on. The next day, for, so that was September 25th. September 26th brought us two pilots, both on ABC, I believe. And this was, to me, this was like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. This was my favorite network pilot and my least favorite network pilot. Single Parents with Taryn Killam and the great Brad Gillum, or excuse me, Brad Garrett. And then A Million Little Things was uh, just emotional terrorism in an hour-long format. One of the worst episodes of television I've, I've ever seen in my life. Do you guys watch either or both of these? I watched... Single parents. I did not watch the uh, A Million Little Things. Although I like some of the people involved in A Million Little Things. I do too. I do too. And I saw both of these. You go, Richard. You you start us there. So single parents is is uh, is confusing uh, because I thought it was um, bad, Um, but it's getting good. Like 
reviews and buzz in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's this original thing. So I didn't. I'm I'm confused by it because maybe my. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's got a good cast. It really does. I mean, I'm a big I people. You know, as much as we crap on CBS, I'm a big Raymond guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like. Uh, so obviously, I like Brad Garrett. I also have been to his comedy club in the MGM Grand. <laughs> a really weird. <laughs> it's like all these chef restaurants, right? It's like Wolfgang Puck's Steakhouse. Yeah. Guy Fieri's <laughs> yeah, burger joint. Brad Garrett's. Brad Garrett's comedy club. Like, really? <laughs> that was the best, you guys? Does he even do stand-up? I didn't know he did stand-up. Um, straight man? That show? It's weird. Raymond. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so that's. That was just a, but this, I think this is going to be a kind of a modern family replacement. Isn't it getting really good ratings? Yeah. So here's what, for me, I don't like, parent, I hate Taron Killam though. So yeah, maybe yeah, that's I'm, why. I'm not a Killam guy either. I, I watched I this late in the pilot process. I'd seen, I did not watch it when it came out. I saw it. I watched several others that have yet to come, come up on our schedule before I saw this one. I didn't, I think this pilot is not very, very good. But it was Good the by only one. Well, that's that may be it as well. But I I felt like um, of all the sitcom pilots that I saw this year, this was the only one that I felt like I could see what the show was going for yeah. and what it could be, and that I liked what it could be. And thus, I've I've watched. I think I've watched every episode of the show. My wife likes it too, so that's a you know. But there are very few shows that we watch together anymore. Um, and so that was one that, that was like, oh, this is, I kind of get what they're doing here. And I think it's gotten, uh, the, you know, pilots are always rough on a sitcom. You just want to give it, give it, give me enough to where I can come back for a second or third episode and, and not just be dreading it. And this, that kind of fit the bill and I've enjoyed it. I think it's a pretty solid, you're right, Richard. It's a, it's a solid replacement if that's what they're going for, for, for modern family. And I, I do think, I think it's the best usage of Taron Killam since he was like the 12th man on Saturday Night Live before he became well we got him obviously this is our Will Ferrell you know and it just didn't work at all but I, I think they the ensemble works pretty well and they use him well kind of as just like a I don't know a, a, a sixth man off the bench type role and it 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 tends to work so I've been I've enjoyed it yeah this um this was one of my favorites too it wasn't my favorite but I definitely thought it was a pretty good pilot um, each character kind of gets their, uh, screen time. So it's not really focused on one person and their friends. It is kind of like modern family and they, you follow each of them individually. They did a show a couple of years ago called, um, guys with kids. I believe Jimmy Fallon produced yeah. on NBC. Yeah. That was yeah. a three camera show that was kind of going for the same thing. It didn't really work. Um, I think there's an audience for this, uh, there's a lot of single parents out there. I think these For stories sure. are definitely original and individual. And this is definitely a, day, a diverse cast, which I appreciate. Um, I agree. Taron Killam has some talent, but sketch comedy is not it. I think this is the perfect vehicle for him. Um, yep. If they can use him correctly and write for him correctly. I hadn't thought about Leighton Meester and, since the Cobra <laughs> Starship song, I think. Uh right. But <laughs> she's a, she's a Kelly. Thing. Yeah, she's a thing. Uh, Brad Garrett is a good addition to this cast. Um, isn't, she married, isn't she married to Adam Brody? It's like the perfect yeah, people who should is. be married to she each had, other. I believe she yeah. is. Yeah. It's like, oh, you she's guys from Fort were Worth, almost by the way. Almost Easter. a thing. 
Oh, is she? Yeah, for sound born in Fort Worth. By the way, the guys with kids, uh, <laughs> um, not the so the cast was pretty funny. We're just going back on this. Sorry, uh, Anthony Anderson went on obviously to Blackish, Tempest Bledsoe from the Cosby Show, Aaron Hayes, who was on the Kevin James shows and then killed off Jamie Lynn Sigler. But the recurring cast on this. <laughs> Brian Posehn, who's been in every sitcom ever in recurring <laughs> cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Consuelos, uh, Mr. Kelly Ripa, who's on mm-hmm. Riverdale now doing great. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? <laughs> right. Noted writer, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Noted Sherlock mystery writer. <laughs> yeah, Brad Garrett's, Brad Garrett should just be in a sitcom every year until one works. That guy, that guy brings it. Yeah, I, I like the fact that their kids are kind of in the same school system and so they kind of the, yeah the tied parents, together that they, way yeah the parents become friends and kind of uh i don't know seek each other for advice and things like that so it's not that, just the uh, individual families but they're all kind of tied together in some way and we're interacting that, yeah. modern family pilot is still one is the go so with good. that even though they they kind of advertise it in the advertising for the show but if you just watch that on an island and hopefully people will in years to come it's like three totally separate storylines. And then when they all come together at the end, it's like a re it's just really well. I mean, the first few seasons of modern family were so good. Yeah, I, I still will ride for those for a network comedy, not an NBC likes like comedy, nerd comedy, like a office parks and recs, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all those. It's the best. I think of yeah. that it's, you know, and randomly I, you know, we, it's the completest in me. I'm riding it out. And it's been really good this year. It was terrible for like the last three years. And it's been super solid in its final year. So it's been surprising. Nice. Is that on Hulu? That's one yeah, I need it's to on stream. Hulu. That's where I watch it. Because it's I there's no the commercials first, on Hulu, right. so it's awesome. I watched the first probably nine. What season of this is the, the third now? I think it's now, ten it's now. Like, it's on nine. So, I've probably seen. I definitely saw the first seven mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah. And then 232 episodes, by the way. Wow. That one will kill in syndication forever too. You can Absolutely. just It's already yeah. on USA. Yeah. I think they already yeah, signed it is, the, all the time. They signed the that was the remember uh that being one of the biggest deals in syndication history. Yeah. My my wife who is the sitcom Adrian uh <laughs> watches it all the time. When Three's Company's not on. Or the other night I caught her watching Alice. Not kidding. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? What's up? We okay? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right, like so it. yeah, I'm. I'm the so single parents. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay with single parents. That was the best best comedy I saw this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I again, the pilot's not great, but having seen four ish episodes after that, I, it's it it works. It does. It is a much a much better example of how to do comedy on t- on network TV than than I think anything else that mm-hmm. that we saw this year. Maybe it's weird that it's on one, NBC. Uh, it's an ABC or ABC. Actually. Oh, it says NBC on your list. Yeah, I, oh, I was I looking at here and I was like, NBC, that's weird. Was, yeah. Cause it seems uh, like it's such an ABC uh, show. Yeah, yeah. If it's ABC. Yeah. Motif. Perfect. So that came out the same day as a million little things. And Richard, you said you saw that one, right? Do you hate this as much as I do? Or yeah, I, I hate it. Okay. I hate it. it was yeah, like, if this is that. us was, it's such a knockoff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why they do. They're such <sighs> this industry is the most oh that worked okay mm-hmm. you know and it's uh i don't know it, it ba- it's baffling um but it's it's uh it's i think i don't What's know if the it'll premise? oh the, it's but anytime you can get sprints ron livingston <laughs> you gotta do it that's what he's that's what i know him from right i'm not Noted right. sprint spokesperson right um it's just 
uh, a family kind of, or not even really family, just like a group of people tied together. Yeah. It's like a really, it's This Is Us mixed with, what was that really funny show with um, Damon Wayans Jr. and those people that didn't last? I'm sorry, I'm like blanking. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, 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 crap. Um, we're yelling again. Happy. Yeah. That, move, that show's really funny. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. The up. one that's on this right. year? No, 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 no. That show's terrible. Oh. That's maybe yeah. my least favorite. Um, happy, happy Endings. That show was underrated and should mm-hmm. get a weird syndication run because I think people would realize how funny it was. But anyway, yeah. sorry, regardless. Yeah, Casey Wilson, Eliza. What, uh, what show Cuthbert. was it? Sorry. Happy Endings. Yes. Oh, man. I watched that show. I watched like every that episode sh- of that. Yeah, that yeah. show was really Very funny. Um, and like never caught on for even, and it was kind of the thing where the network's like, this is getting terrible ratings, but Hey guys, this is good. Can someone mm-hmm. at some point, yeah. please watch this. And then at three years, they're like, okay, we'll just pull the plug. Yes. Great. I seriously watched job, every America. episode of that show. That was crazy. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it in since, since 2012, maybe when it got <laughs> yeah, canceled. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it's like that, a bad version of that mixed with this is us. Mm-hmm. A bad version a bad of this stuff. Yeah. And then you put that in a bag and you light it on fire and then you like soil it with your own feet. Right. Wow. Yeah. And cast the guy cast the guy from Grimm. So <laughs> you know it's good. Um yeah, dude, it's so it, like the whole premise is too sappy. For, yeah, it, exactly. It's, it's a cry show. It's I, one look, of those cry. I, I am a sensitive guy. I I will cry during a movie or a TV show or sports or just life you know nope no problem happy happy to be uh emotionally connected and and not uh you know just closed off and and uh and all that sort of stuff. happy to do that i really do not like when a show or movie or, or whatever is like demanding that i cry like you can just you, you feel like someone is screaming in your face to to cry because the things that are happening are so sad and it's that it's just like it's not there's nothing there's nothing intellectual or organic or functional really about what they're doing it's just like isn't this so sad and just screaming <laughs> at you and demanding that you cry and all their lives are are entwined like freaking crash and sh- sprints ron livingston is the kind of the ringleader of the whole group of friends and he for inexplicable reasons kills himself at the beginning of the first episode and so the entire series is going to be about them trying to figure out why he killed oh, yeah. himself. Oh, yeah, and 13 reasons and, why. That's right, yeah, sense. exactly. And how yeah. to cope with that, and what does that mean, and he was their leader, and, and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. It is horrendous. And I, I just was, I was actually offended by how blatantly bad it is at trying at, at trying to force a provoked response. Just, oh, it, it was like all the things that I hate about, uh, about a, t- a TV drama mm-hmm. that all kind of rolled into one, mm-hmm. like uh, and also again features Grimm. So you know, a, a rangy actor, if ever there was. And Romany Malco, you gotta get <laughs> right. if you right. can get. <laughs> right. And bad covers of songs too. That's not a great. Oh, that's a good thing um, too. I like that. Not, I like not a fan. I like cover songs. I hate a bad cover song. And mm-hmm. this is like there's like road. four in this movie so or this this one hour of television so this is my least this might be my least favorite pilot that we have watched since uh, uh mysteries of laura oh that high man <laughs> I, I hated it but i don't know if i hated it i that hate much. i hate 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 it 
hate it. And I hate that people are going to buy into it. That's the other thing that makes me grumpy. I'm sure people will really enjoy this because, mm-hmm. you know, it's real life. Uh, anyway. All right, let's move on. Uh, next episode that came out was, which I just watched yesterday. This was probably the last one that I, that I saw. Uh, Murphy Brown reboot on CBS. Mm-hmm. Do you guys yeah. watch this? This is a this is sort of at least like Richard adjacent. I feel like. yeah, it is. So when I was a kid, I uh, I had a dog. She was a Springer Spaniel. She was liver and white. Uh, she was my dog from four years old to thirteen or fourteen. Great dog. A uh, real sassy Springer Spaniel, and she was named Murphy because she was brown, brown Murphy, Murphy <laughs> Brown. Um, and then I had a cat later on. We thought we'd keep the bit going, so we named the cat Corky. Found uh, out later the cat was a boy. Uh, <laughs> when we took him to get uh, spayed, they said we can't spay him because he he's neutered. <laughs> um, but we kept the Corky name because that's sort of you can go either way with that Corky Romano, obviously, or yeah. Corky. From here, so I've named two pets after Murphy Brown, but it wasn't. It was just kind of a joke. Like it was around when I was a kid, but like no one in my family, we weren't like diehard Murphy Brown fans. It was just like in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. The dog was brown, and we found her on Murphy Drive, as you know, in in Bedford and Eula. So it just made sense. Perfect. So any anyway, so uh, yeah, it is kind of Richard and Jason in that way, and uh, this sucks. Oh my yeah. god, this is so bad. Rough. This is like a parody of bringing back shows from the nineties. Like if you, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This, this will hopefully scare off other ones, but I don't know. There's some I'd like to see more of, and there's some I wouldn't, but, but uh, this, yeah, Yeah. it's so ham handed and like dumb, dumb political. The original was really an important show for like feminist issues and for, uh, you know, the professional working person, and, you know, it incorporated the news and was like really, I think, an important, more important than sitcoms normally are. And that's great. And that should be its legacy. And this shouldn't tarnish it because I think that's a really important, great legacy. However, this is uh, <laughs> I almost just cursed. Um, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. I almost just was like, eh, we'll bleep it out. More, no, this uh, is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. You know, this is uh, this seems like. When I watched it, I was like, I wasn't excited for it, but I mean, it's something I'm nostalgic. And it's like, if they were told me they were doing a, you know, home improvement re-up, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm excited to see this, you know? <laughs> Even though I've seen way more home improvement than Murphy Brown. Weird that Murphy Brown reruns are just nowhere, by the way. Yeah, um, it's true. It was a big show, right? Um, anyway, <laughs> that's the other weird part that seems dumb. If you're going to bring back a show, it needs to have a ton of reruns that people have been continuously watching. Mm-hmm. That should be number one factor in reboot. Like, yeah, okay, we'll bring back Frasier because every night on Bravo, there's nine Frasiers and people watch. <laughs> right, right, yeah. We used to have that math in your brain or it's on Hulu or whatever, but Murphy Brown I haven't seen ever. Anyway. So Kramer I, was well, on it, right? Yeah. But they had to bleep out a lot of inappropriate... <laughs> you, you you this comes on and you just go oh oh no mm-hmm. this is like you feel bad because candace bergen is great i mean i think we all like candace bergen right right like her. and it's real weird mm-hmm. yeah uh can't you watch this um no i did not no i've yes, seen murphy yes. brown though so i knew what it was <laughs> yeah i think yeah, they I mean, just the same- made another episode <laughs> right if only yeah i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in the same boat richard it was like this was a show that was on sometimes 
when I was yeah. a kid. I, I, so, I, you know, I'm very well aware of what it is, but I don't know how many episodes I have ever sat down and watched because it was just a little before, yeah. before my time. But it's legacy right, is huge. Very, very important to modern television, I think, a lot. And, and of course, we all love Candice Bergen. But, but I'm with you. Like, the within the first... Three and a half seconds. I was like, yet? <laughs> "Yeah, it was just, no, no." I think it's, I think Is it's it still hurt? rolling. Oh, um, but it's 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 really rough. It's really bad. And and I mentioned earlier with CBS, like this need to be involved with current events and to touch on and and delve yeah. into it, and then just botching it horribly and not handling it in, in in the appropriate way. And this is this is the greatest example of that of all time. Like it's very preachy in yeah. very odd ways and it, it never it doesn't have any sort of um firm footing and what it's trying to get across it's just like general vague yeah. ideas of like how what to talk about at the moment and it's just it, we've said this a million times before like snl i think is suffering from this where it's like yeah the current um landscape of our society is just so regardless of your, I don't even mean to be political, regardless of your political affiliation, it's just such a weird time that we're in. And so, well, you know, so odd of, of like what is happening right now. It's very hard to be, it's hard to make jokes about it, even at least on, on TV, because you're, it's, it's just so odd. You can't, you can't top the weirdness of what's actually happening. People do it though. It's a thing of like, to me, it's more the SNL thing of it's like, yeah, that's great. You're making a political stance, and this is right. great. That's part of the point of art is to rebel against things that you find abhorrent. And that's great. But like, I would rather like, I'm, maybe I'm in the minority here. I have my own political beliefs, whatever. But like, if you can write jokes that are funny, even if they're anti my beliefs, I'm gonna laugh and I'm yes, gonna enjoy your show. Okay. And it's like, just make the jokes good first, mm-hmm. and then worry about your angle. But if you're just like, even if you're totally like on the on the side of the angels with your politics. But if the jokes suck, I I'm out like in, yeah. I'm even more out than I would yeah. normally be. Cause it's like, uh, well, I, this, I agree with you. yeah. Yeah. Let's just, just write lot, good jokes. Right. There's like a lot of one or two line deliveries and then <laughs> just pause for <laughs> pause for the, the sound effect of people clapping, you know, and it's, it's yeah. just, it's really, it's really rough the and not funny. Fun and trying too hard. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> totally agree. So what battle are you in? It's, just, it's tough. The guy wears shirts. I mean, <laughs> that win. All right, let's let's move on. The next two days, the next two uh, network shows were The Cool Kids with American Treasure Dag and American Treasure Martin Mole. Want to talk on that? Anybody? Anybody got cool thoughts? Kid, there? Man, I might. I'm going to. I mean, I'm not going to watch the cool kids every week, but when, if it's ever God willing makes it the syndications, Charlie day writes it and produces it. And it's got dag and Martin mole. I don't even care if it's funny. I'm I'm yeah. I'll write it. I'm, all, the... I'm all in on dag. <laughs> yeah. Really? We ride for dag on this show. So like that, it. but it's Dag's not... in a pilot every year. So we get to have the dag conversation <laughs> right. every year around this, this time. Better, this is one of the better comedy pilot. I mean, it's not great, but it's, upper half of the comedy pilots right or my sure. yeah dag blind. no i thought i thought it was i thought it was uh significantly better than Dag's i thought it was gonna great be great on it by the way he's yeah. the best one of the four absolutely yeah i thought it was gonna be more in keeping with that giovanni rubisi one yeah. from a couple of years ago with 
like the dad living with him or I can't remember what that was called and I don't really care, but yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be that level. It was like living with dad or dads. uh, It was called dads. It's called dads. Yeah. That was the same year mom came out. Right. And mom actually lasted. (laughs) Yeah. Mom's making no dads and dads with kids were the same year. I think. Oh, okay. So it was really confusing. Dads. Martin Mole was in that one too. Dad's Martin Mole's kind of that. He's great. Seth we love Green. Him. Yeah, I, oh yeah. Right. Man. Yeah. Well, I, I thought this this was too. fine. Maggie Mole fan on Twitter, by the way. Absolutely. She's great. Yeah. Great. This was of fine. All time. Can I say it? Can I just read? Because <laughs> I have to say it. The greatest tweet of all time is actually Maggie Mole, and it just says, "I'm not even going to bother explaining this to you, dumb people." It just says, in quotes, "I have no son," and then the quote <laughs> is by Doctor Boyardee. <laughs> That's great. Funniest joke. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I thought this was fine. I wasn't I, I wasn't over the moon for it. I love Dag. I love Martin Mole, but I don't know that I'm going to check back in with this, but it was it was nice to sit down and be like, oh, that wasn't horrible. Yeah. As I kind of well, expected. So we're in. Yeah. This seems like a, a, a really uh, old I demographic like for Fox to be doing. Doesn't this? Yeah, but it's like mocking olds, too. Yeah, weird. but it's just... Usually their the, shows are way more millennial than yeah for a, sure a show about a retirement home you know maybe they're just trying to mix it up but uh, the, you, I know you saw Ken I don't know if Brian did when Dag was on Kimmel promoting this yeah. he was talking about how he's not really quite old enough to play this character so he like he had the greatest went in hair and all that it. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the best no he American. yeah anytime you're writing a pilot that's a comedy you got to work Dag into it somehow. <laughs> Like there's a chance it's getting three seasons right off the top. Dude, Dag would have been so good on The Office. Like, oh man, on you're a right. Show like that, like he could have been. You know, he's just never had the right opportunity. But we're all his agents, so we're gonna we're gonna wait it out. I'm still waiting on a reboot of Dag. The original, <laughs> the show Dag, where the show he's the Dag. Secret Service agent, yeah. Delta Burke. That was the best. <laughs> like all it. Right. I like it. Um, the next two days later. A, a wonderful a show that i have just i i love i've been championing for years and just i mean i've been waiting for this forever it's very timely and culturally relevant it's on cbs so you know they've handled it incredibly well it's god friended me you guys super stoked <laughs> for full season of god friended me yeah we doing that i like how there's it's that kid that's in ever a kid he's he's probably in his mid-20s he's just very very young faced Young gentleman who plays uh, the lead in that. Uh-huh. that yeah. Every, every, uh, let me look up his name. So Brandon his, Michael Hall. Brandon Michael Hall. What was his pilot last year? I think it was the mayor last year. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was the mayor with David Spade. Another, another one, a member of our agency. We just represent Lane Kiffin, <laughs> David Spade, and <laughs> Dag. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to get Lane, Lane a job. Um, but anyway. Speak for yourself. So, Brandon Michael Hall, that's his name? Yeah. Okay. They always treat him like he's every pilot, like he's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Bradley Cooper. I'm like, am I supposed to know who this right. guy is? Yeah. They're like, the, yeah, Brandon the mayor Michael did that Hall big time last year. <laughs> the mayor. And you're like, Brandon Michael Hall in. God, I'm like, this guy, I mean, he seems lovely, but I don't right. know who he is. Am I supp- <laughs> What was he in? Yeah, this, I have no no. He only has like thirteen he, credits. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, but you're right because the the mayor was worse about it than than this one was. Where it just really sold him as a, as a 
a ticket, you know, like everybody, everybody knows this guy. We're going to, this is just going to print money. And I, I think everybody was like, wait, what show I really like. And he has like seven lines in that. He's her ex-boyfriend and he's great in it. Great little role. Ollie is Shaw Cat's ex-boyfriend. Cool (laughs) little show. And then all of a sudden we got to treat it. Brandon Michael with with, uh, Brandon Michael Hall, basically. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I haven't seen that. That's one I haven't uh, seen. I'm so mad I have it. I just haven't been able to get to it. So you're you're on your own on this. It's so bad. So bad. It's uh, look, it's there's no. It's exactly what you think. Angel part two, like a uh, touch touch by an angel. angel. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's touch by an angel, but he's a he's a podcaster. Who does oh, an atheist podcast? Yeah, so podcasts have gotten to CBS. So get ready for the oh, next five years of that. We hey, might get I our own show. We'll some see. Old people to our show, <laughs> right? Exactly. We're waiting for yeah. the Frasier reboot where he has a podcast. That's perfect. Why haven't they not done that? I know. I know. Hey, baby, I'm, I'm here. To... I yeah. want to hear some company that disrupts, like um, I don't know, some kind of medical device as a <laughs> monthly service instead, of, or like those mattress companies. Uh, podcast yeah. ads for CBS patrons like be great. Why be great. buy your colostomy bag <laughs> off the <laughs> when you could subscribe to colostomy.com and have them delivered? <laughs> <laughs> they guarantee you they already have that service. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So I get ready because I'm now that podcasts have made it to CBS, I guarantee you the next three years there will be at least one pilot that actively involves podcasting as a major. Uh, plot device or, or whatever. So Brandon Michael Hall might play you, Richard, in a podcast show That's about cool. Madam. I'm in. I like Brandon Michael Hall, but I just don't understand why <laughs> we have to all know who he is during the NFL game. Is, like, is, is this very a, funny? Yeah. Was he in Mission Impossible or something? Did I miss <laughs> right. it? Yeah. It's just a strange thing. But no, this show is terrible. It's it's very uh, it's very touched by an angel and and but for the current times with yeah. Facebook. But. Yeah, God is telling him who to save, basically, or who to. I've been on Facebook, and I'm no theologian, <laughs> but God would not use it. <laughs> yeah, God's more of an Instagram guy. Um, not... Instagram. Right, right. Not good. One of my bottom three movies, or excuse me, TV pilots of the uh, of the year, just just horrendous. And I demand that both of you watch it so that we can talk. I, about w- it. I this is the one I was like actually bummed to tell you I didn't get to because it it was the one where you're like. You know, like Mysteries of Laura or something is. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia now, though. <laughs> and uh, I like when I don't know who writes this, but when they write it in this weird detached, they write the plot. So you go on the plot on the uh, God Friend of Me Wikipedia. I'm probably the first. And uh, it says God Friend of Me is described as a humorous. It's like, well, hey, yo, you're describing it. Why are you? <laughs> right, right. God Friend of Me is described as a humorous, uplifting series that explores questions of faith, existence, and science. And it's like, right, but who wh- just say yeah, what yeah. it is. I don't know why we're having this one layer of detachment. But Where is right. this going to be in season seven? You know, right. like, I, yeah. I don't understand shows that get greenlit that have no. Dude, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. God finds the poke button. Yeah. you can get, you can get four seasons out of that yeah uh, yeah it's real yeah it's real flirty with poke facebook is peaking right now too so you definitely want <laughs> right. to have a series and, based solely and on that whole, turns out it, it's a catfish situation it was not <laughs> in fact it's not in fact god yeah. just some creepy dude just just that said he was gabriel's good. over there again yeah as with facebook 
Um, yeah, look, I hate as somebody who I mean, I work for a church. Faith yeah. is very important to my life. I very much hate when shows or movies delve into that world because it is it is mishandled ninety nine percent of the time. It's yeah. either it's either geared specifically uh, for people who just don't like the same type of movies and TV shows that I like and I kind of rage against, or it's just very poorly handled on, oh, anyway, on all yeah. fronts. And this is just right up that, it's exact, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It is done the worst way that you can do it. And it's just, I don't know. It's, I, I also, to your point, can't like, I don't know how you get seven seasons out of this. Cause I don't think it's, I don't think it's entertaining. And that's mm-hmm. not a great thing either. You can do the uplifting feel good thing. And I know it can that can carry you for a while, but gosh, at some point it needs to be interesting or entertaining. That's what um, what was the one with with uh, with Ritter, Jason Ritter last year? The uh, oh yeah, oh, God, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin probably saves, Kevin the world. saves the world. Yeah, that one didn't do very well, but it at least had, and it wasn't a good pilot either. But it at least had some entertainment. Well, no, what about uh, the Good Place? Yeah, the Good Place is like a whole nother. I mean that that's doing yeah, that's incredible. doing like a a parallel right it's not right. referencing like the the actual idea of right. theology right it's like this okay let's pretend it was this other thing right and we can exist in That's this whole the right world. way to this do is it. Tra- you don't you right. don't that is try the way to, to cross the like, line you know right exactly it's like we're not gonna even go into this sector you know right. this is a totally fantastical version whereas this is trying to exist in uh you know christian or judaistic god mm-hmm. fair and that's gonna be a tough place to exist for right. for a dramedy yeah it'll appeal to sir i'm sure this will do well it will appeal to certain sects of on of cbs viewers i just gosh it's it's very to me it was very not good and and pretty frustrating you know and who loves cbs old people and right. you know who what old people love facebook so <laughs> yes i'm sure good. it will <laughs> Definitely, sure like, very well. is very uh, capable of lasting. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. let's move on. We've got four more on networks, so let's let's touch on those quickly. The next night after God friended me, CBS doubled up with both The Neighborhood and Happy Together, which is the best one-two punch in the history of sitcoms. I I think that's what it's been billed <laughs> as anyway. It has been described as the best one-two punch in this uh, is... network sitcom history. <laughs> Man, this is my mysteries of Laura. <laughs> I did not see the neighborhood, but I saw Happy Together, and I thought mm. it was a bit. Yeah, so I <laughs> say I'm, with I'm the like, okay, I understand Damon Wayne's Jr. and his wife, and like that's the sitcom. But what? Friend with what a are girl they? from and then, like, yeah, and then like this kid from London moves in, and that's yeah, the he, show. Uh, Harry Styles moves in, right? What's yeah. supposed to be Harry Styles? Yeah. And yeah, Damon Wentz Jr. and then the <laughs> the girl that and we could all just let's just enjoy some comedy here. The girl Jonah Ice Cube's daughter mm-hmm. from Twenty Two Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Just just picture Channing Tatum having that realization and actually laugh. Right. Okay. Now let's talk about this movie um, or show. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it's so bad. It is like a bit. It is, and the neighborhood might be worse. It's so. It also has, it's just as dumb and just as like the set design's terrible on it. 
Mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. There was a whole other pilot you can at least one point you could find on YouTube that just didn't have Schmidt from New Girl in it, and then they just inserted him into it and reshot the exact same pilot beat for beat, which I understand happens, but it's just weird that they like literally release promotional materials and then we're like, oh, New Girl's out? <laughs> right. What would it cost to get Schmidt? Wow. <laughs> just get Schmidt. Um, so that's weird. Uh and it's it's and the girl Kind of, one of out the two, on Beth Bears. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the two broke girls. Um, but not the good one. <laughs> if there is, <laughs> I don't know. The worst two broke girl. Um, who both of them are only capable of screaming punchlines because if they made some kind of deal with the devil right. where they could have money, but they can only yell punchlines. Right. Um at least they're super funny punchlines. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then the worst script ever. It's I mean, the neighborhood is a masterpiece of crap. It's, it feels like, and I like Cedric the Entertainer too. I always feel like he's kind of in that list of people that have been really wasted because he's, he's, uh, he's been really good in some stuff. He, in the, uh, what was that Chris Rock movie? Five songs, five, top five, top five, top five. Yeah. Man, there is a like four minute Cedric the Entertainer when he goes to Houston to do a show that is like, I think should have been a best supporting actor nomination because he's he plays as like promoter have you guys seen that yes yeah it's been a while but that little scene between that and dmx both of them should have gotten supporting <laughs> actor noms for that but anyway uh that uh it's such a and it's like trying to be topical because we have these uncomfortable race relations for weird reasons in 2018 and uh trying to kind of touch on that and gentrification and these things people are are doing in these these uh urban neighborhoods and uh boy but yeah it feels like remember that dan Aykroyd sitcom soul man yeah i watch it every day yeah if that was trying to touch on racial relations Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it feels like yeah it like closes on i mean it's a terrible that the whole episode is horrendous the ending where schmidt is talking to his neighbor is like it has this you can see what they're trying to do right like you can kind of get the concept of we're gonna we're gonna heal the world with you know all these the race relations yeah, issues I that we're like gonna intention, good intention might be the yeah end of comp- absolutely at least yeah in 2018 yeah like oh but cool you, i like what you're doing here oh right. no oh. right but that comes right i mean literally it's, it's basically the the post-credit scene i mean it comes right at the end and it's not well written and it comes at the after you know 21 minutes of no jokes that land not one joke that is actually funny and you just have this feeling of like but okay you might have good intentions here even if i'm even if i'm not being cynical and acknowledge good intentions um there's no way you're that they're going to handle this appropriately and do it in a way that actually works and is funny at the same time or either of those things you know it's just gosh it was horrible it was horrible i thought happy together was worse than the neighborhood but both of them were bottom three bottom four happy together is bad we haven't figured out how to use use uh david waynes jr yet which is a bummer because i think he's a charismatic presence but uh yeah i think he was fun on new girl when he was there and and i like on happy endings he just I don't know. He he tends to be in projects that don't last as long as they should or whatever. And he, he needs to do is, blank man too. 
Yeah, yeah, seriously. Huh? Okay. Like right. that too. But Dag returns. We don't have a, yes. we don't have right. a junior for Dag. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, that that Happy Together is horrible. I think that one I believe the neighborhood got picked up for a full season. I think Happy Together is about to get canceled. So oh, good. at least there's that. At least there's that. Can't you saw Happy Together, right? Yes. Not the neighborhood. No, right? I didn't see God. the neighborhood. Happy Together was really bad. Unwatchable. Yeah. I mean, just Grit your teeth to get through twenty. Like I like said, if, if it was just the like uh, community theater sitcom, just mm-hmm. Damon Wayne's Jr. and his wife. If they just did my wife and kids with Damon Wayne's Jr., I'm down with yeah. that. Just do that. Yeah. Why does sure. it have to be Harry Styles <laughs> lookalike moves in and he's hooking up with groupies and like, yeah, just not a weird. I mean, it's just too weird of a of a pitch for me to get behind, and it was not yeah. funny too. So. Right, didn't big, go for big, it. Key. big key, big key there. <laughs> Just write jokes, jokes first, premise second. Right? Yeah, that's the absolutely. key, guys. Absolutely. All right, two more, and then let's touch on the streaming services where the the better stuff was, as per usual. Uh, ABC brought on the same night, October sixteenth, brought us the rookie with Nathan Fillion, and the kids are all right. Did you guys see either of these? Yes, uh, I saw both. Yes, sweet, same. I thought that the kids are all right was already on the air. I did not know that it was a pilot until like it, two days it, ago. I think it's, it's called the wonder years. Right? Then, oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I didn't hate kids are all right. I thought it was a decent enough sitcom. If that's what, I mean, that clearly that's what they're going for is that wonder years motif. They're just doing yeah, the Goldbergs the in the seventies. Yeah. Goldbergs in the seventies yeah. was what I thought. Yeah. Too. Right. With not red, as, Goldbergs with redheads. That's sure. Goldbergs is, is funny. Actually, it's pretty, it's a pretty funny show. This, I don't think this has quite the comedy chops, but I don't know that it's going for that. And there's something that's, that's fine. That's, there is a, I think there's a place for what this show is trying to do. It also seems like one that is going to get canceled immediately. I don't know why I just kind of has that vibe of like, no one's going to watch it. It is from one of the creators of the dinosaurs. So, you know, (laughs) four seasons. Dinosaurs got yeah. four seasons. So, Never forget. So weird. Don't so forget weird. it ended with the Ice Age. All the they all died. <laughs> that was the best part. So yep. They all just die at the end. So, what a sitcom. Hilarious. Man. When Coop was a baby, we thought he looked he looked a lot like the baby dinosaur. That's what we always joked about was that he was a baby dinosaur. Um, and then, you know, yeah, the, the Ice Age came in and took my son. Uh, rookie with Nathan Fillion. I thought it this was... was a show. Yeah, was it this just... The one castle isn't just just castle, but they have better rights to it, so he can stay on it. Or yeah, this was like the makeup for because the girl on Castle, um, Stella. Yeah, know. what happened there? What happened with Castle? I don't know. I think she just was done. She just didn't want to do any. I'm, it may be a pay dispute, or uh, you know, getting paid less. Whatever it was, was she kind of walked at without much warning, and they had they canceled the show i think this is kind of the this is like the makeup to him of like all right dude we have to cancel this show but we're just we'll find something else for you we'll we'll figure it out yeah um, i always like nathan fillion that, i mean i just don't understand why not just i mean she's fine actress and i i wish her nothing sure. but the best sure um but was there not a way to work in just keep doing castle and because that's happened a million times in life yeah. wasn't that show super successful it just seems weird they'd yeah. shut it down because the lead didn't want to come back yeah, it was Stana Kat Kadich. Yeah, she's great. So, um, what, yeah, no, she's, she's she was. And I but, get her not wanting to. I th- I t- I think it's super admirable that she took a stand on that. That's awesome. But uh, you know, I'm sure there's someone that'll work for that rate. And did anyone watch Castle because they were big? <laughs> pardon the pun. Pun Stana Kat 
cat tick stands. Right. Hey, oh, I like yeah, it. Can't, what'd you think about this one? I thought this one, you can see this going seven seasons, uh, mm-hmm. which is yeah. good. Um, it's procedural. It's Nathan Fillion. It's kind of, uh, have it on the background kind of a show. Uh, I can see this one lasting, but ABC, it's kind of weird. This is on CBS or Fox. I feel like it has a better chance. Um, but because ABC is all about like dancing with the stars and scandal and, and, uh, kind of their comedy stuff. This is kind of a weird, they're losing the, uh, Sean for a moneymaker though. Right. I guess, right. I guess how to get away with murder. Okay. If ever, um, yeah, all her stuff's going straight to Netflix now. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I mean, um, yeah, no, I can see this lasting and it was pilot was fine. Nathan Villian's a cop. He's a rookie cop, like late midlife crisis kind of thing. Um, it was fine. It was perfectly acceptable, fine procedural cop show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This it wasn't this great, be... but it was right. Just, exactly. Yeah. You, there's one of these every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look, we said this, when we talked about manifest. There's a place for this kind of show because mm-hmm. you're right, Richard, and both of you, right? It's, it's, uh, we, we do, it's hard to continually watch exclusively prestige tv and just have to like really digest everything that that comes your way you kind of, if you watch a lot of tv if you like a or a background tv watcher like i am this is a this is a great show for that because you just it's a check-in cool what's the, okay this is the case that we're going to be doing today all right awesome i'm just going to have this on while i'm doing work and stuff and then i'm not going to miss anything and there's there's I, for me there's value in that i don't know that i'm going to watch this show for more than another episode or two, just to kind of see what, if they can do anything interesting with it beyond just the general regular old B minus procedural that I expect that it'll be, but, but it has that kind of feel to it. And there's that longevity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hey, we, we missed one. Oh yeah. Uh, Missed the Alec Baldwin show. I didn't talk about that. Do you guys, I hadn't seen that one. I forgot that was, you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. No, okay. I saw the ratings. Richard and I can, can touch on this. Yeah, go, go, So go. imagine Alec Baldwin's podcast, Here's the Thing. And which they already did on MSNBC as a right, show, which right. failed immediately. So let's bring it to network TV. So, so basically, they bring it to ABC, and they put this weird vintage like uh intro on it, like the old ABC logo, and like it looks like film or something. Like they're trying to... like. Yeah, I think we're watching old Ed Sullivan reruns or something. Worked. So they're just trying to recreate old. Te- they're yeah. trying to make him. Uh, oh gosh, pardon me. Yeah, I don't understand. It's they, the match game worked, which was great, and that's awesome. That's but a cash the show is literally guess. just two chairs facing each other. Yeah, and Alec Baldwin interviewing celebrities mm-hmm. for thirty minutes. It's like, like there's no. Cabin. It does not fit on that's network television and on a weeknight. I, it's very odd. It's perfect for Netflix or hulu or something like that or youtube if he wants to do that i would watch that um i'm sure they're interesting conversations but a lot of them aren't in depth because he has two guests and you know like with most late night talk shows you have them on for eight minutes you go to commercial and you have somebody else on you never really get to talk to them that's what's great about like the long form podcast you can really get to know somebody and i think that's really kind of taken over is the the long form stuff so yeah to me this one's dead in the water and apparently yeah. it got like abysmal ratings the first uh, time out. But 
Yeah, it's it's an interesting business decision by ABC because half the country hates Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. um, and then also it's a it's a it's a it's been shown that podcasts don't work on TV. See, Bill Simmons tried that on HBO. If anyone ever, you know, I think actually, you know, he's been smart in this. Is like I'm sure there's some network that would love to sh- turn WTF into a show. And Mark Maron's like, like Mark Maron, well, doesn't he have well, like, he, it's a fiction? No, show, but that though. was like a narrative. Yeah. That was like Louie. Yeah. He was like about a guy who does a podcast. But I mean, like actually just like, mm-hmm. hey, you do these great interviews. Let's put these on for an hour on IFC. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, No, because we have a podcast and I, <laughs> that's what this is for. <laughs> mm-hmm. That or you Corolla, know, that form, dude. yeah. The long form is great, and I love long form, and I love it in, in interviews, and I love it in a million podcasts. The great thing about it is is I can put it in my ears mm-hmm. and clean my bathroom. Right. But when it's Netflix, I feel like, okay, there's some sort of visual component. I need to at least sit here and ostensibly watch it. And then I'm like, why? You know, the reason that Baldwin, here's the thing works is I can put it in my ears and then, you know, go for a run. And he has and dulcet fine. tones and it's great. Yeah. Here's love the thing. Oh, yeah. Today's guest is Billy Kent Joel. Garrison. Kent Garrison was in a band. Mm-hmm. then started a podcast and says that whole thing you know and that's fine when i'm passively but podcasts are not uh at least those type interview podcasts or mm-hmm. podcasts are not active entertainment they're passive entertainment and they serve a great purpose and if we can ever figure out how to monetize these <laughs> darn, darn things that'd be great but but they're not going to ever work on tv and it's so stupid to me because they already tried this like five years ago 2013 <laughs> Yeah, uh, they put it on MSNBC every Thursday night or something. Alec Baldwin's basically his podcast live, and it like immediately failed on MSNBC. Like yeah. those, they put Lawrence on Donald every on every night. And he <laughs> succeeds. Well, he's killing it and on SNL, so you gotta capitalize. I get on it. Him. He, that's true. I mean, the Trump thing has made him more relevant, and I kind of get that. But like ABC Sunday Night against football. When it didn't work, again, I'm going to say this one more time, on MSNBC on Sunday nights or whatever. So, like, that seems yeah. like a suspect. Seems like that the Jay Leno like, show. Yeah. Or just, like, someone is really down with Baldwin, and I'm sure he's a charming presence in the room, and maybe you agree politically with him, and you love what he's doing with Trump, and you're like, cool, let's get him a show. Match game is not enough. And he's like, I want to sit down with people. <laughs> I want to get to know them. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, that's Niro, yeah, and he, I'm sure. He, and by the way, you know, it's he's probably great to have dinner with. And you go, let's give people the experience of having dinner with Alec Baldwin. But the thing about having dinner with Alec Baldwin is that you have dinner. Mm-hmm. But when you're just yeah. sitting there looking at him, talking <laughs> no, to someone, I'm not it's kidding, super Brian. Boring. It's like a white, it's like a plain colored stage with two chairs that are literally directly <laughs> facing each other. Yeah, it's Charlie. It's very awkward. No, it. There's no table. It's just two chairs yeah, and true. two it's people more... sitting and staring at each other like a staring contest. <laughs> it's so awkward probably for them to be doing that, but uh, it, it it's shocking. I wonder the budget that they spent on it too, to put two chairs in a room and hit. It just all goes to Baldwin's 37 yeah. kids under the age of five. <laughs> okay, yeah, we had to mention that one because we skimmed over that one I saw on the list. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, the, Very I think nice. that's it for the... Uh, the network. So the ones that I think that will work or will probably get picked up are, is uh, Manifest, uh, New Amsterdam, Single Parents, and The Neighborhood. I hate to say that. 
but I think those will be the ones that last, uh, that we'll be talking about maybe next year. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Magnum PI probably too. Yeah. I think Magnum FBI, PI. Will do well. one of those. I just, yeah, I just kind of assume FBI will do well. Like uh, CBS's batting average with dramas is really high and they're friendly for what they're going for, you know, just getting picked up. <laughs> so, and lasting forever. So I, I, yeah, I would, I would say those are the likely ones. I, I don't know about God and me. I don't know how well a million little things is doing. I hope horribly. Um, I don't feel like Murphy Brown can succeed for very long. No, just, that's got to go away. It just seems like a bad, bad idea all around. We I didn't think talk about the Connors. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't know. I don't know if that counts as a. I didn't watch that one. Um, I don't know if you guys did. I I'm interested. I because you're I, a hardcore team, watch. Roseanne. You're like, right. I'm not yeah, I'm always. I've all mm-hmm. at least for the last you know six months or so. Yeah, you're I'm, hardcore. <laughs> uh, modern Roseanne. We should preface. Not a huge fan of her in the nineties, but yeah, yeah. Ambient pretty much. Roseanne, only. Yeah, everything in between, everything before Home on the Range and <laughs> after Home on the Range until about March. Um, not not a fan of, but no, I I didn't watch the Connors. Did you guys? Did you guys watch that? I don't know if that counts as a pilot or not, but regardless, yeah, it's it's very yeah, similar to the show from last year. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. You know, the thing about losing her is you. The thing that's great about Roseanne is it tells the story of people whose story is not ever told. You know, these working class people that exist and that there is actual anger there and there is humor there. And it's like most of the country, including probably all three of us. And so, like, Mm -hmm. that's a really important thing. But when you just get rid of that voice on it and then you kind of, uh, I don't know. Have Lori Metcalf more of a role, and yeah, Metcalf's great, but like you kind of go the like Sarah Gilbert, uh, elitist. Not that she, I mean, you know what I mean. It's just mm-hmm. a, you lose that counter voice of Roseanne, and it does her, not look. She should have been fired. Like I, what she said was gross, and I hate it. They shouldn't have brought so, it back. I but mean, yeah, it just seems weird. But it's but they, they only brought the it back hand, to say Metcalf, "f you, Roseanne," you know. And it got a. I mean, it was killing in the ratings when it yeah. left. Um, but Matt Caff and freaking John Goodman on network TV doing a sitcom is awesome. Cause they're mm-hmm. two of the greatest actors of our lifetime. So it's like kind of worth it for that. But other than that, what are we doing? Sure. Totally sure. agree. And DJ DJ is one of the great, great American actors. <laughs> I don't know. His, I don't know his name. <laughs> right. No one does. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it basically might be Daniel day Lewis. Um, yeah. Just but disappears into the role. Mm-hmm. Um, of both DJ and uh, some T-Mobile commercials a few years ago. No, um, that's, wow. Background, though. <laughs> Hard background. Yeah. He used, yeah. But he used but you knew crap. he was there. Like, you yeah, knew, no, you, you knew, knew it was him. Yeah. Like, man, he is rocking that freaking Amazon tablet. <laughs> Look at him. It's like he knows it. <laughs> oh, All man. Right, let's hit the streaming services. Yeah, streaming um, and that. FX had Mayans and Mr. Inbetween. Did you guys watch either of these? I watched Mr. Inbetween for about 14 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a good pilot. Yeah, I, it was I, a pretty good pilot, but I, I it was just that it's 30 it was very it's intense. It was very FX-y. I don't do prestige, you guys know. This is it not, is. Yeah. I watched, I'm surprised uh, it's on in, in the U.S. I'm surprised. It seems like something that would do very well or has done very well in the U.K., and they're trying it out mm-hmm. here. It's just, yeah, 
I think FX is kind of branching into some of that Netflix territory of bringing over shows because I think it's cheaper to make shows over there and you can, you get into it with this, you may be able to start snagging some of those shows that are going straight from BBC to Netflix or Amazon or whatever, instead of, uh, instead of, you know, terrestrial TV. So I think it's a smart gambit. I've watched three or four episodes of Mr. In Between. I don't think I'm going to go back to it, but it's an, it's a good show and it's interesting. And the main character, the guy who plays the lead is, uh, is kind of, in, he's kind of fun to watch. And that, you know, the, the character is horrible and does horrendous things. He's basically a, a hitman. Yeah. yeah it was very intense. The first episode, I was like, I, it, I just wasn't in the mood for it when I watched it. Not yeah, that it was bad. Exactly. I was just like, I want to watch something more lighthearted right now. Sure. Sure. Plus I'm saving my, I'm, I'm team the in between on NBC. That's going to be my show. <laughs> Not Mr. In between. I like it. Which I like premieres it. My later. Was, was the other FX show, which is the Sons of Anarchy spinoff. Uh, I loved Sons of Anarchy for about four seasons, and then I kind of tolerated it for two more and and watched the final season just praying for it to finally be over. It just got so verbose and absurd and, and unenjoyable down the stretch. Um, this is more of a lot more, a lot closer to the final couple of seasons of of sons than than the beginning i and i'm bummed about that because i sons was kind of a it was a very unique presence on tv and i i don't think anybody else has been able to copy that or make it work for them in the same way that sons did in its for its first few seasons so i was, I was kind of hoping that kurt sutter has had some ego check over the last couple of years and I, th- I was hopeful that it was gonna be a return to form and now i i feel like we're I feel pretty firm in my belief that he had that he was a one trick pony that he had one great idea and then doesn't know what to do with it now. But every episode is like four hours long too. It's it's just yeah. it's kind of a beating. I, I I watched four or five episodes because I just kept hoping <laughs> that you're, it would, you're Brian Gill. You were. Yeah, it, look, I mean, I really love Sons. There was a stretch where Sons was probably my favorite show on TV, um, and it's the first three seasons are really really good of that show. And again, it's just it's wholly unique. It is a totally different take on the uh on the white male antihero that dominated prestige TV for, you know, ten years or whatever. But um but I just was like, surely we can figure it out. And it's not. It's just it's the worst part of the bad writing on Sons mixed with even when Sons had bad writing, it had actors and characters that were interesting enough to kind of pull your attention away from the bad writing, and this doesn't. There's not a single person on the show that has any uh, charisma and not really any ability to sell poor material. It's just, it's it's not not enjoyable. So I, I don't know. I stopped after after uh, three or four seasons. I don't I don't think I'll I don't think I'll go back. Um, sorry, the the streaming services. What of, of Netflix, Amazon? I guess Hulu, what did you guys watch or what piqued your interest or, or any of that stuff? Yeah. Um, I watched um, Jack Ryan. I yeah. really liked the pilot of Jack Ryan and I liked the series. Um, well, that was probably the best show I watched or most entertaining show, uh, but it felt kind of like a mini series or a movie rather than it did a television show. We'll have to see how long it goes. Um, I watched Disenchantment on Netflix, the Matt Groening uh, attempt. I know that's gotten picked up, but I was not into it. Um, I'm not into anything medieval, really, at, at all. <laughs> and so to get me to watch a animated 
Simpsons-esque medieval show is it's not my not my thing. Um, I, I do watch Game of Thrones because it's good. Um, this is not, but um, if this is your if you live and die by disenchantment, then then that's fine. Did you watch it, Brian? I watched uh, the day it came out or the day after. I watched a bunch of episodes. I was working from home and so put that on in the background and probably binged five or six episodes. And I haven't gone back since. I enjoyed it. It it had some moments that felt very Simpsonsy and and I I thought it was cool and and it was funny. It's I think it's well written. It's, it's the Simpsons in a castle. Yeah. No. And and there's something nostalgic about that that I that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I, I I think I'll probably go back and finish this at some point. But it I don't know. Like the next day I was like eh, I don't really. I don't, there's other things I want to watch and I've never I haven't gone back to it. I'd rather since. just watch The Simpsons or Futurama. You know. Yeah, the, the Simpsons. I love. I love the Simpsons. the 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 hard thing for me with the Simpsons is my my completism comes into play really hard with You're the Simpsons. Season twenty nine. Yeah, that's tough. That's really tough to be like. Okay, I've got to watch four hundred and sixty three episodes of seeing them all. So it's that's a tough. That's tough for me. So Disenchantment was was fun. I like. I I enjoyed it, but I wasn't wasn't in love with it. Um. Either you guys watch Maniac with uh, Jonah Hill and, and Emma Stone. Yeah, I, cu- I watched two. My wife watched the whole thing. I just, I didn't lose interest. I just things. Came I up. honestly, um, same thing. I started to watch it uh, with the lady, and I fell asleep within seven minutes. And she watched the whole show like that night, and was like, "You have to watch it." And I haven't gone back to it. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really weird. It's really, really, really well done, really well directed <laughs> and stuff. And I like the people involved. Um, Didn't I'll see Superbad going that way. <laughs> I know, <laughs> man. Jules, man. Uh, Jules goes crazy, man. But, but yeah, Jules, no, it's, it's one drank. that I'm going to return to. And I under, I, I, we've gotten the tweets. We know people want to hear us talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to. Gonna eventually get to it, but uh, I tried to give it a go and I fell asleep and have not returned. Sure, yeah, I think I've watched. Lindsay and I watched three or four in one sitting and haven't haven't gone back since. It's that's such a that show is so odd. I, it does feel like a you're gonna have to be in the right mood to be able to to sit and watch more than one or two. It's episodes. a subtitle show for me. There are some shows that yeah, I have to watch yeah, with the subtitles sure. on, or I'm gonna be lost. Sure. There's too many characters, plots. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is one of those, and if you're if you have trouble following Game of Thrones, watch it with the subtitles on. It really does help. Um, sure, help you make the connections and all that. But but yeah, I thought it was good, well done and good good on Netflix to pick that up and uh, some good pub out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we got on the uh, streaming services. The Romanoffs is that uh, yeah Natasha Romanoff it, Black Widow. It's uh it's based on. The uh, you know the last the family czar the last czars yeah of Russia I watched one I haven't I haven't gone they're they're releasing them one at a time so I'm not too far behind on it they're going like they're like every Friday right so I don't know how I many are so. out now but yeah. there's a couple there's several out but I've only seen one yeah. you know it's everyone it's I like it's Matt Weiner and it's everyone I like I don't know yet I don't know where it's going really yet so I can't really it's definitely yeah, it's not hard. a show meant to be digested by pilot you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like. Sure. This is going to be something that grows, which could still be terrible or could be great. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. No, I totally agree. They're long episodes, too. Yeah, that's, dude. That's the only bad part. Boy, I like 
Not like, it's oh, it's a little over an hour. They are 90 minute episodes. It's it's you're watching a movie every episode. So I watched the first one. I was intrigued. I, you know, I enjoyed it. It's very well written. Matt Weiner's a great writer and uh, no questions on that front. Um, okay. It's anthology. I'm a big fan of the idea of anthology coming, making a comeback on TV. So I'll watch all of this, but it may be like next year when we're talking pilots before I watch all of them, if that makes sense. Like it's just, it is going to be a, all right, well, this is going to be my night is watching one episode of this show because it's just, it's really, really long. But, uh, but well done and great, great cast too. And not, so it'll be, it'll be fun. You'll, I think you'll like them, Kent. It's, it's kind of got that, I don't know, that Black Mirror thing, but in a not technological based, but more kind of traditional on that stuff. But it, yeah, it's, 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 it's enjoyable. Do you guys watch Forever, the Armisen, Maya Rudolph joint? Uh, I watched about three and then just lost lost it. Not that it was bad. I just, I did. I think I did. I just forgot it. It came out a long time ago. It was one of the, yeah. one of the first ones. Where they're, spoiler season. alert, everyone turn off if you're big forever people. The one where they're dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the pilot was very good. Second episode was really cool. It went in directions I did not expect it to go. I watched... Lindsay and I watched four or five, maybe more, because they're short, which is nice. 30 minutes yeah. is nice. I watched, I think, six in one sitting, and then, again, I've just not been back to it. And I'll, I'll, I believe I'll finish it at some point. But it, Love Armisen. I right, yeah. like Maya Rudolph as an idea more than I ever like her in a performance. Is that a crappy thing to say? No, I think you're, I think you're honest. I did think she was very good this in this. As a, Some other times I'm not as enthused about what she is doing. Um, so there's those. Uh, let's see. The man, I was pumped about the first, the Sean Penn show on Hulu because I, I love yeah. when, Sean, when Sean Penn cares. It's so yeah. he's so good when he cares. I and I watched the pilot and I was just like, okay, I mean, it's fine. And I've not, I've not been back. I don't know if I will be back. It was so, I found it so dull, okay, and I was yeah. very, very bummed out by that. I, I really expected good things from from that um last two for me and I, I think we've covered them all i i actually enjoyed both of these both on netflix and i watched them in the in the last couple of days was was good cop with with uh almost said josh brolin but josh groban in the lead mm-hmm. with tony danza yeah i haven't seen that yet interesting not not funny enough to be a comedy and maybe not drama enough to be a, a drama but kind of straddling the line there and i'm i'm I, i'm intrigued i'm intrigued by by that i kind of like old josh groban he's i think he's got a little more to him than than expected he and did i two broke girl for a while yeah there you go yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna keep throwing <laughs> that out there love it and then i, I watched sabrina last night that one just yeah came out. i haven't seen that, that yet but i'm pumped for that okay i, I love it. her man i love sally draper forever yeah, she's great can't you see either of those? Sabrina's up your alley for sure, I think. Uh, no, I have yeah. not. I'm planning Sabrina's on it. Sabrina's going to be cool. Sabrina mm-hmm. looks... I There's love, that like, uh, about House on Haunted Hill or something Yeah, um, that I've been meaning yeah. to watch, too, that's been getting really good reviews on Netflix, uh, that horror mm-hmm. series. Um, so there's a few that I I've, I've still need to get to on, on Netflix. Yeah. Sabrina's really good. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. It's, it's very dark in that kind of... It's in the same universe as Riverdale. 
Yeah, I've only but, seen an episode or two of, but I, I think this is better than than the, at least the episodes that I saw of that. Very dark and but interesting and and kind of a, a very cool setting. There there's a lot of attention has been paid to the details of the universe in which it exists, which is cool. And I and I love a ride or die for all the Drapers. Uh, yes, she's always. like the coolest. Uh, I'm trying to think about how I I want to say this properly because I don't want to come off as creepy. She's like the coolest 18, 19 year old girl ever. Like she's like really chic and just seems like, you know what I mean? She has like a real mm-hmm. presence about her. She just seems yeah. like cool. She's like, I like would follow together. her lead on stuff. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really like her. Yeah. Very likable person. I hope she has an awesome career. Same. Same. That's all I got, man. That's I, I did 25 of these things. I don't know how many there actually were. I, I didn't get, I didn't get to any That's of the CW man. shows. I didn't watch any of the HBO ones, mostly because it was Lena Dunham stuff. And I, I didn't want, I never watched the LeBron <laughs> shop show either. Oh, I watched that. It was fine. I only saw the first one, but it, sure. it was all right. It's fine. Don't know why John. I heard Lodge 49 was really good on AMC, and that one disappeared from my DVR, and I haven't had time to go back and watch it. But that started, that was like at the end of the summer, very like mid August. And then I've, I've heard very good things about it. So that may be a, a binge at some point later this uh this winter for me but yeah not the worst pilot season we've ever seen right like there was there's some yeah. really bad pilots here but we have seen the year that significant- had um Stuff, mysteries man. of laura and bad teacher in the same year was oh, it the same year gosh that was, that was the worst year that one sticks out of my bad mind. judge Bad judge. Bad judge. That's what it was. Bad judge. <laughs> bad, bad teacher, teacher was, also was a, a fine camera dia this movie. It was crappy, but like, you know, fine for what it was. Yeah, bad judge was actually offensive. Yeah. Yes, I remember. Uh, so, yeah, those are the ones that I, I think I mentioned the ones that I thought would last. Um, Richard, did you say any that you think would uh, Honestly, have God, a chance? Same as, you. Uh, same as you, man, really. I'm not even kidding. Like, uh, yeah. those are the ones that kind of stuck out to me on the on the networks. The streaming ones are hard to figure because who knows what their algorithm even mm-hmm. is. I mm-hmm. think Sabrina, definitely, they're really pumping that, too, which means they're really confident in it, so they're not going to let that go like one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Yeah. We forgot. I forgot to mention, I passed over I Feel Bad on NBC, which oh. is a produced show. And was not great. I, I will. I'll say this about that one. That was one similar to single parents. You can kind of see what it could be. I don't know that it's going to get to that because I don't know that the viewership is going to be high enough to keep it around. But I can see the premise being. I can see what they're trying to do, and if it gets a second and whatever season beyond that. I could see how it could reach that point, but it was not. Doesn't uh, she work at like a she, video game company or something? She does, and that's kind that's of that's what was weird for me. I was like, the work scenes were yeah. really rough. She's great. I really like her. Uh, her name is Sarai Sarai Blue. She's. I really like her. I'm not sure this is going to be the vehicle that gets her the the notoriety that she um, should get because she's very good. But I'm not. I'm not sure that this is going to do it. Yes. The tagline is meet Ahmed. She's got all the feels. So yeah, that's how you know. All right. Well, uh, yeah, this has been an average, if anything, pilot season. And we shall return next year to torture <laughs> ourselves again. Do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Let us know what you think about these pilots. Maybe ones we missed. Uh, I noticed we skimmed over Charmed is coming back. And yeah. also Roswell is coming back. 
on yeah. the CW. Everything must return. It's the rule. Yeah, it's called Roswell, New Mexico. Girl. Now. Give me that Gossip Girl back. That was my jam. Dawson's Creek. Yo, come on. Yeah, the Creek Gossip Girl. Seventh Heaven. Yeah, <laughs> getting Gilmore Seventh Girls back heaven. from Netflix, and let's ride. All right, um, this has been great. But Brian, if I wanted to find you online, where could I find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies Podcast newsletter, which will be out in a couple of weeks, our triumphant return to newslettering. Yeah, you you can uh, you can find me at all the social media except for Reddit at Richard Barton. But on Reddit, <laughs> you can find me. Uh, I run the Manifest sub. Uh, so just <laughs> slash Manifest, hit me up. I uh, love to talk theories, uh, spoilers, um, casting uh catering you know everything goes on on the set <laughs> kent what about you find me online on twitter at kent garrison and uh on instagram if you want i might i might approve you i might not <laughs> we'll you'll find out i guess uh yeah send us emails if you like our show want to reach out uh join the vip club too we do multiple episodes a month um a week actually um and we put the the bonus ones on the on the VIP, where this week we're talking, I believe, Nightmare Before Christmas on there. Yeah, as a bonus yeah. episode. So if you're a work at a hot topic or anything like that, and you want to <laughs> hear that episode, <laughs> check that out on the VIP. That's the way to get. That's the way to get listeners right there. Is insult yeah. them yeah. just right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> want them to know what they're in for. Right. Um, so check that out. Madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP for more content. And uh, until next time, see y'all at the cinema. Cue Fraser. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegs. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those toss salad and scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salad is scrambled eggs. They're calling again.